739 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Other than the wind advisory, we are uh, all clear in our area from effects of this storm. I mean, there's still power lines down and tree limbs down and at least one tree report down and one person claiming that they had a tornado in their backyard and you never know. Could have been. I don't know. But uh, mostly we have moved on. Joining us now, uh, we have a sheriff for Scambia County, Chip Simmons. Sheriff, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm well. And the storm, kind of nothing for us, right? I mean, it was quick well, and I mean, over. It was, yeah, if you're out there in a, in a, in a cruiser car, you probably thought, this Enjoying is pretty it. bad yeah. rain, a lot of wind going on there. But it was a fast-moving uh, event and um, seems to have been passed us by. And, you know, p- uh, people get their power out. A lot of people have got their power back on. We're still right. going to kind of deal with that throughout the day. That's always the way that works. But otherwise, not a big deal from your perspective, right? I, I You know, driving in here, I saw a number of, you know, some little branches, small branches, yep. really nothing, even big ones. A couple of fence posts were down, but nothing, nothing like a, a hurricane like we're used to. Um, our guys, I just talked to our dispatcher, and they don't report any more road closures. They had the one at Perdido Key. Yep. Um, that you know, going into Alabama, we have, um, you know, the schools routes. So we have a bunch of SROs that are available to help us with traffic. Oh so yeah, that's they're true. Out I hadn't thought about that. Us, makes sense. You know, helping us with uh, whatever traffic issues there are going to be, and they're going to be kind of periodically helping us throughout the day. What What do SROs do when school closes? Uh, they do what all kids kids do, and they just they celebrate. <laughs> they, they celebrate. They try off. to sleep they, in. They and go they, bowling. Yeah, they they <laughs> eat candy for breakfast and everything that, that the kids do. They eat candy uh, for no, breakfast. No, we actually assign them to different locations. They'll either follow up on some of the mandatory training, or they will come and um, and help us with, in this case, road, any road closures. You know, especially during hurricanes. Uh, oh, that makes they, sense because a lot of times schools close for weather, so they're useful for weather things. So. Yeah, we have about 30 SROs. So yeah. we have quite a, quite a bit of, of SROs that are just dying to get out there and, and, and do some police work. Do other stuff. School resource officers, by the way, uh, for those of you who may not uh, know the lingo as well. So we had a couple of shootings. Uh, in fact, I guess we had a shooting overnight, a home invasion. Is that right? Yeah, I just got the phone with uh, one of my command, my patrol commander, and he said it looks like there was a, I want to say failed home invasion attempt, but uh, two people uh, allegedly broke into a home with guns, and the people that were at home had guns, and they exchanged gunfire in the home. Um, three, maybe four people were shot. We're still kind of working wow. on all of that, um, including the people that broke into the house. Uh-huh. Um, they are not uh, not cooperative with us okay. um, at this point, and we're still not sure about the condition of everyone. But and we're also trying to figure out exactly why they chose this house to do the home invading. Right. Um, so you know, our investigators are out there. They've been out there for a couple hours now, and. Uh, we're just still trying to piece everything together. I mean, we know sometimes when you say home invasion, it's completely innocent civilians doing their thing. I mean, that's maybe pretty rare. We also know that a lot of times home invasion is better termed as drug money robbery. Well, uh, I can just say that um, it does not appear to be random. Okay. You know, um, and, and I agree with you that, that these things are seldom, if ever, random. Um, so we're trying to figure out why, because if you figure out why, you can figure out who. You know, if if you kind of get an idea for that, um, so we obviously know who because they both got both of the uh, the invaders got shot, and and they're not talking to us, so we're having to piece it together from the from the people that were in the, in the house. You know, I, th- this raises kind of an, uh, a question I had had recently is um, obviously it's it's pretty unlikely that you're a civilian not doing anything wrong that you're going to get somebody just come into your home, but that does happen. Okay, it does happen. And it's they're going to try to come in when you're not there, typically. But again, right. it can happen while you are there. Um, you've always got to think about kids in terms of this question. But what's like what's a good strategy for firearms in your home? Uh, not likely to just have it on your hip all day long, you know, when you're cooking and cleaning. But you know, 
where and even more than one? I mean, are we like in the bedroom as I think a lot of people do, but the bedroom's not a good place for you to have a gun if you need it, say, during the day or when you're out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I know people that have multiple guns in different places of their homes, and I know other people who might not have any guns at all. So just thinking about that, like, what would you advise people is a good strategy for thinking about gun placement in the home? Well, I mean, I, I believe it's up to the individual, obviously. Of course. It's in how good you are with a weapon, how comfortable you are with a weapon, and how, how close you are. Really, um, I, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't carry a gun around with me every in, in my house, the whole, you know, through my house. I feel safe in my home. Sure. Um, you know, that night, I, there was a, a gun nearby. They're, they're just the nature of my work is there, there's going to be a gun nearby. Um, I, I think what I would recommend to people is just whatever they feel comfortable with. I would not have guns, you know, and in, in, under every pillow. I, I don't know that, that I think that's that's necessary. But again, it's just a, a comfort level on of an individual. Some people want to have that reassurance that if something if they hear something, they can grab a gun um, quickly and they can go check it out, which is which is kind of what I do. Right. And so I would recommend that you do that. Now, again, you got to keep in mind if you have children in the house, you yep. need to be very careful with that. I know a lot of people have these locking gun safes and or that they have a gun at, a, at an area where a child can't get to. Um, I, I would honestly, I'd rather you just lock your doors than concern yourself with having a gun in every pocket and, and the gun in every And that's, every stove. you know, and, and many times you've said, and that's what we practice too, but I know I think about it because, you know, like we had a fugitive basically through our neighborhood a couple of years ago and I wasn't there, my wife was home, but, you know, and when that kind of stuff happens, you start to think, well, you know, back door seems safe, but what if the back door is open? And if somebody just decided to come in my back door, what do I do? Well, you know, I got to go find the weapon. Where's the weapon? You know, that's I'm just kind of thinking through. Because like anything else, you got to think through the scenario. If it's worth having one for self-protection, where, how accessible, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. and, and here's the thing. Like you said, we I can't think of the last random home invasion that we've had. I got cannot, or, or even armed burglary that we've had. Um, most time, as you said, the people that, that would be inclined to break into a, a home, uh, for to get some property or money, they'll do it at a business that's close, or they'll do it at, a, at someone's out of town, yeah. or, you know, on a vacation. So let's you know put this in perspective. Um, when we investigate these things, we try to figure out why. Right. And and again, I, I can't say why in this case because it's too early. Um, but once we we figure it out, we'll I'll we'll probably let you know next week. But it's 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 pretty safe to be in your home, um, especially if you lock the doors. And and a lot of people don't lock their doors. It's just yeah. unless you're. You know, engaged in something you shouldn't be engaged in, you're probably going to be pretty safe. We talked about the shooting that was overnight. Uh, there was also a shooting. A man was shot in a mobile home park uh, a couple of days ago, right? Yeah, we're investigating that as well. There was a man found inside a truck that was parked outside of the uh, mobile home, a specific mobile home, and that individual was was deceased from gunshot wounds as well. So we're, uh, we're investigating that. Uh, we do have some leads on that. We're doing some search warrants. As you can imagine, when we get a, a call of a shooting or a homicide, we do – number of search warrants and sometimes these things take a little bit of time to get get all these things done you have to completely search the home and if it wasn't their home you have to search you know get a search warrant for that um, we have phones we have electronics we have a number of things that we have to we have to do so we're still working on that and we're asking if anyone has information on uh, the shooting that happened at sable palm mobile home park to please let us know again uh, we do have some information and uh, again not random I understand. Very good. Um, something that had kind of been asked of me a couple of times recently, we've been talking about the um, teen safe driver program in Santa Rosa County. The Sheriff right. Bob Johnson, we were talking about this with him yesterday a little bit. And people have asked me, why don't we have this in Escambia County? 
Well, um, we're, we're looking into getting it in, in, in Escambia County. It's, it's costly. So we're working with the Florida uh, Sheriff's Association. They have they can train the trainers more or less, and they can get us to where we're set up to do that. That is on our on our radar. It's something that we look to, to do. In fact, myself and uh, Chief Deputy Hobbs have been talking about that over the last couple of months, really, about okay. trying to get that into Escambia County. Um, it's, it's something that we're, we're very interested in doing. It's just going to take some time to get us certified and, and there's a cost to it. Okay. All right. Very good. And the last thing is, um, I was confused about why the Ladaritis Clarity Act, um, uh, on drive-by shooting. It's a bill that is named after, of course, a very, um, unfortunate case here in Escambia County, but it's a bill that got filed by downstate Republicans, not by um, Senator Broxson and not by uh, either Alex Andrade or Michelle Salzman. And I just didn't know why it wasn't filed locally because it was a bill that you had been advocating for. It was a bill that you had been pushing for. So what's the purpose of the bill? And is there any explanation of why it wasn't filed by our local delegation? Well, I think if you start with you know why is that during the investigation into the Darius Clarity th- case, um, I was trying to wonder why there wasn't specific law uh, preventing or, or at least addressing uh, drive-by shootings. And, and I understand some states have a version of this specific to drive-by shootings. So I, I reached out to our local delegation months ago and said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we make this a, 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 a law and so we can have enhanced penalties on these? Because drive-by shootings, again, they're unpredictable. They're rapid execution. They're, they're unpredictable. Uh, a, a number of things, and the potential for innocent bystanders to get hit. Right. Um, so I think that uh, I felt like we could, we should have something on the books to address this. Now, do I think that it's going to, just because you have a law, it's going to stop it? We have laws against a number of things. It don't always stop it. But I know back in my undercover days, people are aware of, of certain laws and what penalties might be. Um, so they might stay away from a, a, a threshold. It also has some, um, you know, some justice for the for the victims and the victim's family if there's a law um, that 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 can provide these enhanced penalties. So I th- I reached out to our local delegation and uh, Representative uh, Salzman had an individual that she thought would be uh, a former prosecutor, uh, I think, his representative. Um, that that could be better to put it in, and they had a slot available. Apparently, they have bill slots. They have that limits, are available. right? Sure. Um, not familiar with all of that, but it works. That's why it it um, it was filed in out of our county. Uh, but but again, I did recommend it be be termed or called the LD Clarity Act uh, because as as you mentioned and and as many, many will recall, LD Clarity wasn't even the attended right you know, um, victim in this in this sort of thing. Um, so it was just a, a terribly tragic tragic situation. And and I just really wanted. Um, um, the state to address the drive-by shooting situations because as you know we talked about shootings a bit today um these are retaliatory a lot of times they go back to a house and they shoot and they don't know they shoot indiscriminately from a moving platform no one no one really knows exactly where the rounds are going and sometimes it's meant to terrorize a, a, a household and sometimes it's meant for revenge and 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 i wanted enhanced penalties for this type of a crime very good sheriff chip simmons scammy county sheriff chip simmons uh, always a pleasure to talk to you sir thank you for the time thanks for keeping us safe and i uh, will talk to you again next week You bet. Y'all take care.